and welcome to How to Be a Money Magpie, the podcast from moneymagpie.com. I'm Jasmine Bertles, the founder of Money Magpie, and this podcast series looks at all sorts of aspects of money, everything from living for free to investing in cryptocurrencies and whatever in between. Now, today, we've just one special guest in the podcast, and that is Rachel Hardy, who is the CEO of Forrester's Friendly Society. A mutual, which is a type of organisation that isn't really looked at so much in the press at the moment. So we're going to find out both about Rachel herself and about what a mutual is and what it does. So look, let's just start with the company itself. Can you explain it? So Forrester's Friendly Society is a mutual. What's that? So a mutual is an organisation that is owned by its members, so it does not have any shareholders, you know, there are no shares in place or dividends to pay. And they're really, you know, quite old organisations. They've been around for, for a few hundred years, so Forrester's itself has been around since 1834. If you go back into history, um, obviously there was no NHS and there was no welfare state. And so that, you know, really made times difficult for some families. You know, in those days, the husband, father of the household would be the only one, you know, who would be in employment. And in the event he was in ill health and couldn't work, for example, you know, the family would just have no income and no support. And therefore, what Friendly Societies, their original guys were set up to do was for a group of people to contribute to what's called a mutual fund. So effectively, they would pay a small amount of money into this fund and the families would be able to claim back, you know, in whatever their time of need was, whether that was ill health or old age. And does that still happen then? So not in the same way. We are still a mutual, as we said at the outset, so still owned by the members. But these days, you know, we are, we are very fortunate. There is a lot of support provided from the government, so through the NHS and, and benefit system. So really what we focus on these days is savings and investment products. So it's called Foresters Friendly Society. I'm, I'm guessing it was set up by, by people who worked in the forest. Is that right? No, surprisingly not. That That's oh. always the assumption that everyone yeah. makes. But no, it was based on a, a sentence. So it was to assist fellow members as they walked through the forests of life. Oh, I see. Oh, well, that's rather poetic. <laughs> that's certainly... Yes, it's lovely. Oh, great. So the original members were basically anybody, I assume, then? Yes, yes, anybody. You know, to say it tended to be a sort of gentleman in the first instance that would be sort of making that contribution, but it was them and their families. And very much it was conducted through local branches. So as well as having that mutual fund, they came together, you know, very often for social events and to, you know, just be there for each other. And, you know, that's one of the things we really have tried to carry through our ethos, you know, even into the 21st century. In fact, we're one of the only friendly societies left that still has that branch structure in place. Interesting. It sounds a little bit like a credit union, you know, run by the members for the members, no shareholders. Are there overlaps, do you find, with credit unions? Very similar in the sense that, you know, they would also tend to be mutuals, yes. But I think, you know, as is quite different in, in the focus in terms of what the products are. So, you know, credit unions, you would tend to find, um, you know, are making loans and financial services of that nature, whereas ours is much more directed towards the savings and investment space. So what would you say are the three key things that make you as a brand different, not just because you're a mutual, but, but because you're foresters? Yeah, so I'd say definitely, you know, still having that, that branch network does make us unique. So we refer to them as courts. So that's what we call huh. our local branches. Mm. 
and they still meet today. So we have 189 of them across the UK. They don't sell, you know, the insurance savings investments products themselves locally these days. Obviously, that's regulated and done through our head office. But they still come together often to meet. They run social events. They perform befriending services, for example, and, and that's one of the things that they've really spent a lot of time on uh, during the pandemic over the last 12 months is really reaching out to our members just through the telephone, make sure they're okay, they know that we're still here. Ah, uh, right. So it's kind of a mixture of an investment house and a charity, really. Yes, I suppose so. I, I guess we see that side of it as being benevolence. Um, mm -hmm. But, you know, you asked me about sort of what three things make us different. I mean, definitely another one would be our member benefits. So we do offer a lot of discretionary benefits, healthcare towards dental and optical costs, for example. If you are a 16 plus and need some support with education, we have grants in that area. Um, we give out financial assistance grants as well. Um, in 2019, we paid out about 1.6 million, expecting it to slightly top that in 2020. And I think, you know, really important for us over the last 12 months is our Forester Support Fund. We have allowed members to claim from that, you know, if they've been directly or indirectly affected by the COVID-19 pandemic. So we have been providing financial assistance to members. Obviously, a lot of people have been affected and, and lost their incomes, for example. Quite. So as you say, you've got your investment products. I mean, on, on the whole, what, what would you say are the, the rates? I mean, you don't need to give me figures necessarily, but I'm thinking, say, say you compared them to you know, the sort of savings bonds, etc., that you might get on the high street or between that and, and say, you know, stock market index tracking funds. I think, what are, are they, would they be somewhere in between that or are they more on the level of savings bonds? What would you say in terms of the return? So I think it's important to understand that the majority of our business is something called With Profits. Um, mm -hmm. And so the aims of With Profits products is very much to smooth the investment returns that our members receive. So, you know, there should not be that much volatility. They should expect to receive similar amounts in, in good years and bad years. And obviously 2020 was a, a very volatile year for investment markets. So we, we pay two things to our policyholders. One is what's called an, an annual bonus. And then we also get something called a terminal bonus and annual bonuses. So that would be sort of, uh, I guess, your equivalent to uh, an interest rate. If you were talking about a, a traditional financial services, ISA product, for example, mm. um, our rates, don't quote me, I think around the one to one and a half percent moment <laughs> right. at the moment yes. uh, you know, for that annual bonus. But the, the terminal bonus part, that really gives you back your sort of full share of the funds. So however, your particular, you know, little pot within our big organisation has performed, you get the full value of that back at the point that you cash in your policy, it matures, etc. Mm, okay, so so you could potentially get quite a bit more than than say 1% or if, if things have done well over that time, could you? Yes, absolutely. And so what sort of a person on the whole would you say is, is, is a Foresters Friendly Society member? I'm sure it goes across all the, the ages, etc. But um, what, what would you say is the, the bulk of your membership? What kind of people are they? 
So we're very evenly spread actually across the age categories. I think, you know, we really do have something for everybody mm. uh, in terms of our active members. So those that really participate in our branches and our governance structure, they do tend to be, I would say, you know, the older generation. And, and that I think mm. is because they are drawn to that social benevolent aspect. You know, some of these will be retirees that have time to give back and, and make those befriending calls that we talked about previously. But, you know, we have lots of young people joining, lots of parents these days investing mm. in junior ISAs. You know, they're very aware of the costs of further education, etc. And we're one of the very few providers that offer a lifetime ISA. So mm. this is a product that allows, you know, young people to save for purchasing their first house. So we, we do have a number in that age category, too. My sense of mutuals and um, certainly friendly societies is in particular, um, as you say, the the investing for children. What do you offer for, for children? You mentioned junior ISAs. Is there anything else that, that you offer in terms of investing for children? Yes, so the other plan we have is something called a child tax exempt saving plan. So this is a product that is unique to friendly societies. So they are, you know, the only types of organisation you will see offering this plan. And this is where you put £25 a month into this plan, a minimum term of 10 years, but, you know, can go out to as far as 25. And you can pick the term. So as the parent, you say, you know, I'd like to give this gift to my child on their 18th birthday, their 21st, uh, whatever it might be. So that's, you know, a very low cost, regular savings plan that, that a lot of our members like because it's affordable at that level. Mm, I can imagine. And so let's have a little, just a little word about you because you, you've only been CEO for a year. I say only, you know, year, a year is not a long time, although I bet last year felt like a long time <laughs> for you. <laughs> yes, it was certainly a baptism of fire. What what have you learnt particularly on the job as a CEO? As as you say, it will have been a baptism of fire in the last twelve months or so. But what things have you picked up that you thought, oh gosh, I hadn't thought of that, and and you know this is different, this is unusual. What any anything that um, you picked up in the last uh, twelve months at uh, Foresters? I think what's really interesting is the interaction with members. So when you become chief executive, you know, members know who you are, know you personally and feel able to contact you in that role. And mm. I think, you know, what that brings for me is lots of different perspectives. You know, we all have our own opinions about how something should be, how it should be taken forward. But it's really lovely, actually, to hear from a variety of people and, and avoid, I guess, you know, that group think dynamic that can sometimes mm. come about. So that's been a real pleasure. It does sound like it is a genuinely friendly society. People actually take part. It's it's quite a community then. Absolutely. We have some very passionate members. And I think what's really interesting is, is when you talk to them, you know, they're very proud to tell you that they are a fourth generation forester. And uh, mm. we actually have associated with us a Foresters Heritage Trust Museum. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they have a lot of records of the Friendly Society, you know, going back into the 1800s. So people are able to do things like family research. So that's great for them as well. Oh, that's fun. And what what, what are your plans to grow and change foresters in, in the near future? Are there any that you're allowed to tell me? 
So one of the things we're working on really is on our distribution rather than the products themselves. So we've recently moved into offering our products through employee benefit platforms. So this is where, you know, employees mm. of various organisations, uh, you'll be aware that a number of, of large employers offer these where you can go in and pick your childcare vouchers or your cycle to work scheme, things mm. like that. So uh, that's one of the new routes that, that we are going down to have more of a, uh, I guess, an online presence, you know, through that channel which is new to us but very exciting and I, I think you know bringing foresters to a different market of people that you know have probably never heard of a friendly society before. Yeah definitely so what's your biggest tip for people to grow their wealth long term would you say? I think for me it's slow and steady wins the race there's all small amounts that you are able to save you know will add up to something bigger in the long term it's definitely never too early to start but similarly it's it's never too late either you know it's it's about a habit and a mindset and you know just putting these small amounts away before you know it ha- have built up to something that you look at and think wow I'm, I'm really pleased that I achieved that. And so finally, Rachel, you've got a really busy job. So um, what do you like to do in your spare time? Do you have spare time? And if so, what do you like to do? What makes you tick? Yeah, so uh, not much is the the short answer, but I I am a mother. So I have an 11 year old daughter Mm. and an eight year old son. So very much my spare time is, you know, devoted to to family time with them. And you'll understand, obviously, the challenges over the last 12 months of homeschooling that have been around that too. So I'm very relieved to send them back to school this week as I'm I'm sure they were relieved to go actually and and be able to see their friends again. But my daughter particularly is a drama fan and and I like the theatre too. So one of the things we're very much looking forward to post-COVID is is going to be able to go to the theatre together again. Oh, of course. Yeah, that'll be great. Well, thank you so much, Rachel. Um, That's Rachel Hardy, who is CEO of Forrester's Friendly Society. And uh, Rachel, what's the website? What's the the URL for Forrester's for anybody who'd like to look it up? It's forrestersfriendlysociety.co.uk. Oh, well, that's nice and easy. Society.co.uk. Go and have a look. And that's your lot from us today. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter and Instagram. And our handle is, of course, at MoneyMagpie for both of these. And you can follow me too on Twitter at, at Jasmine. And on Instagram, I'm at Jasmine Bertles. If there's a particular subject you'd like us to cover on the podcast, just let us know on the Money Magpie message boards because we'd love to get your ideas. Today's episode was presented by me, Jasmine Bertles, and the producer was Jenny Bertles. <laughs>